Welcome to Boost Power Podcast. Inspiration, insights, and ideas for your business and your journey. Hi, and welcome to Boost Power Podcast. I'm your host, Betsy Wiersma. Today is the first day of the rest of your life, and that's why you want to meet Jane Everett. She has traveled with Jane, and I know what you're thinking, like, oh yeah, who doesn't want to travel with Jane? Well, we want to travel with Jane, not only because she's amazing, but also because Jane has experienced amazing travel, and now she's dedicated her life to bringing her experiences to be our travel advocates, right, to stand with us, because some of us who are not in the business, okay, me, lose lots of money, okay, me, booking the wrong thing and not even knowing what Jane knows. So I know you can't wait to meet her. Jane, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much, Betsy, and thank you for having me, and Happy New Year. Gosh, here we are in 2021, everyone's saying amen, the end of 2020, uh, everybody's most uh, exciting and adventuresome year where you got to know your closets and everything about your home and everything about your spouse. Okay, I digress again. Uh, Well, we're so happy to kick off this year talking about what's possible, not what's impossible. So Jane, let's go back a little bit. Um, I want to talk about you and your adventures in personal travel that led you to be a travel advocate for the rest of us. So take us back a little bit. Like, can you remember, like, when was your first trip and where did you go when you were young? Did this start when you were a kid? It did not start, not when I was a kid, but I used to stare at the pamphlets of all the towns in Texas because my father was uh, the founder of the Texas Finance Association, and we only traveled about three time, three days out of the entire year if it didn't have to do with horse racing. So I used to stare at that pamphlet for hours of the pool, the, the room to the hotel. So yeah, that's where it started for me, and it's never left me. But um then it really kicked up into high gear when I got divorced and gosh, I don't remember being married at that first time. What year was it? The first thing I called mine, the practice marriage, that seven years was my practice marriage. Yes. So refer to it as the practice days. So, okay. You're pra- after your practice marriage, go ahead. Yes. Well, when I got divorced, I thought, what am I going to do? And I was reading the paper back in the day when you read an actual paper and there was a marine expedition to Antarctica. And I had lost my dad at Thanksgiving and my mom at Christmas time, 13 months from each other. And I thought, well, my goodness, I get to choose what I want to do. I'm gonna turn lemon, I mean, lemons into lemonade. So I wanted to do what I wanted to do instead of doing the obligatory thing at the holidays. So I went because it was at Christmas time and I made some amazing friendships. One that is to this day and she's the godmother of my son who is 14. And I met a famous composer on that trip with his family And the experiences that the 60 of us had on that trip to Antarctica, I still think about it every day. 
Wow. So here you were, lots of life changes, because I know a lot of people listening to this podcast are thinking like, wow, you know, that's the double whammy to lose, of course, both of your beloved parents. I'm still just a year and a half out of losing my mom. And I do think about that a lot. Um, so you, you took this time to make mm -hmm. a big, bold adventure, Antarctica, yeah. and waiting for you on the adventure were all these experiences, not only memories, but actually life-changing Sounds like it will it saved my life because after that I think it was New Zealand that I went to maybe maybe I went to New Zealand first and then Antarctica but I think it was reversed so many continents but, a little but, they're all but there. the big takeaway is that it absolutely saved my life and it continues to save my life and most of it was through solo travel. My life would not, I would not be sitting here today if I, if I did not solo travel. Well, let's talk I, about that a little bit because people listening are like, you know, I have this big family or I have a spouse and it's expensive and I have to do what they want to do. And I've always um, joked about group think when you're with somebody like in a big city and you have 10 people like in the old days, I used to go to conventions and it's like, what do you want, want to do for dinner? And there would be paralyzation because mm -hmm. with 10 people, you had 10 opinions. And I would always yeah. be like, this is miserable <laughs> to be in a really great place, but to have so much angst about so many people going in different directions. So talk a little bit about solo travel. I miss it. I cannot, I cannot underline that enough. I look, I love my family. I really treasure my family and they are all travelers, but I miss going by myself. Right. I really miss it because I get to, I just get to go in the direction that I want to go. I get to choose where I want to go without anyone else's opinion. And it's, I, you know, I don't mind going to a restaurant by myself because I get to observe people. I mean, you really get to get outside yourself. You get out of your comfort zone and you see things that you would never, ever see. Right. And is it safe? Talk about safety a little bit because um, I, let's see, my biggest alone solo travel was when I was speaking around the world. So I went to New Zealand alone and Australia mm -hmm. alone. Um, yes. And those were probably my longest trips. And I still remember just loving even 25 hours on the plane, you know, when yes. you could read the book you wanted, eat when yes. you wanted, sleep when you slept, you didn't have to chat with anybody. Um, or you could find that hot guy and chat with him. I think that was on a trip to Germany well, when I was super young, but I digress. So uh, talk about the safety of solo travel for a woman. Well, it's not any different than going downtown Denver or anywhere. You're just aware of your surroundings and you don't wear jewelry that speaks volumes, you know. But um, the other thing about solo travel is that you, I do crazier things. Like I went hang gliding in New Zealand and I did my most favorite thing ever. And I would not have done it without someone else. I mean, if I had someone else, but I went blackwater rafting, which is a whole nother story. Um, the other, going back to your question though, about the safety of it, don't stand out. I was with a Contiki group when I was, when I was between the ages of 18 and 35. That's a travel group for those people in that age group. And 
we were in a, in a church in Florence and uh, we were all wearing primary color backpacks with our, it was, it was a calling card and I was pickpocketed. Um, I had, um, it was at the time when we all had different currencies. So I had a camera bag on top of my coin purse that was crossbody, but it was heavy enough that I never felt the, the people go up and over in my bag. They were excellent. But you just have to be aware of your surroundings as always and not to stand out with flashy jewelry or um, keep your money close, keep only what you need. Definitely carry just a credit card if you can. Um, so yeah, yeah, I'm having a flashback. Remember traveler's checks? Remember when yeah. we used to go because yeah. I did a lot of international when I was right out of college. And I remember all the, you know, hoo-ha going to the bank and getting your traveler's checks. And then you had to cash your traveler's checks and all that stuff. So, um, well, oh, that brings up another point about the safety. Um, I have a money market account with a particular, um, well, it's, I don't know if I should name names, but Charles Schwab. They have a debit card that I use when I travel because they don't have a foreign transaction fee. They reverse those fees when you use the ATM in another country. So you only take out what you need rather than taking out a bunch of cash because you're going to be reimbursed for every transaction. So that's huge. That was a game changer for me. Well, yes, that I would add that. Um, we have a daughter living abroad, as you know, in Milan, and we had to find uh, even a Capital One card that had no foreign transaction fees for her. So that's mm -hmm. really good. I know you're all like, this is all good information. Don't stop now, but we're going to come to our break. You're listening to Boost Power Podcast. I'm your host, Betsy Wiersma. We will be right back. You are listening to Boost Power Podcast with your host, Betsy Wiersma. We are part of the Global Sisterhood Podcast Network women who amplify their voices and are committed to inspiring all people with podcasts on purpose. Enjoy these true stories and proven business tips for your business and your life. Now, back to Boost. And we're back. I know you're like, I'm packing my bags. I don't know where I'm going to go yet, but I'm going to go. And so many of us that love to travel are so happy to know Jane Everett, Travel with Jane, who really specializes in being your partner for those really exceptional trips, right? I mean, we all jump on a quick Southwest flight to go see our mom or our dad or our sister, but Jane really is a travel expert and a partner in those finding and ferreting out those right places, the right tours, the right adventures. Um, she's an expert in that. So Jane, tell us all a little bit about the research and the education, because I don't think people understand that as a travel professional, you have a full-time job exploring, you know, all the latest and current uh, destinations and rules and how it all works. So tell them a little bit about the industry and all the cool things you do as a travel expert. Well, I do a lot of research. Even when I'm not working with a client, I do a lot of research through education with webinars, Zoom calls, panel discussions, trade shows, 
and um, I keep current as much as I can. I can't be all things to everyone. So I stick to knowing really well what's going on in my niche market, which is all of the UK, Ireland, New Zealand, and expedition cruising, kind of the more luxury side as well. So um, I'm just keeping current um, policies and uh, are changing all the time, especially these days. And so it's just a lot of regurgitation of what's going on out there, updating every day. Well, so tell everyone then how it works. So let's say I am planning a reunion for my family. We want to do something in London. We want to do some great big lifetime, unbelievable adventure. Um, and I probably, let's just say for discussion, I have six people in my family that are traveling and a couple other people want to meet us there. And we want to do tours. We want to do historic. We have some kids that want to do Harry Potter. Um, you know, I have all this stuff swirling around in my head, but I have no idea how I do that, how I get tickets to Harry Potter, where I stay, um, what's available. So how do I work with someone like you that's such a travel advocate? Okay, well, first of all, I would sit down with you and have a consultation. And then we would talk about all of the things that you just kind of mentioned, what everyone's interests are, what their the age group that we're looking at, the duration, what level of accommodations you would like. And then if I know about the budget, the investment, because it is an investment that you would want to put into this once in a lifetime dream vacation, and then I could fit you with the right vendor, the right supplier, operator, tour company is what I mean. Or maybe you might want to travel by train. Uh, but I know about the hoteliers, about what kind of, what level of service that you would like and what you're expecting. I just fit it to the right product. Great. And then how does your fee structure work? Tell me a little bit about um, how, you know, how your fees are and when do I pay that? And so I just kind of understand. Right. So there's a 15 minute free consultation. And then after that, the first hour, if you're just looking for quick ideas for like a trip to Vegas and you just want to package and get it done, I do the research. I do the um, consultation with you about travel insurance and how that is is a good thing to lean towards in these uncertain times but uh and that would be a quick easy trip to make so that's a 50 dollar uh, consultation planning fee and then for planning all the way to when you get home i look after you from the moment you start we start dreaming together getting your ideas together building your dream vacation all the way to when you come home, that's $200 because I match you to the right product. I look after you. I give you a 24-7 support structure when you are on your vacation. So if anything were to go wrong, I could be reached by text, uh, email, phone call. And I also give you the right travel insurance program that would fit for you. I, uh, oh gosh, there's just so many things to it. What else do I do? Well, there's so many very important details. I've got to say, yeah. while you're thinking about that, you know, you recently helped us. Um, I, before I met you, 
BJ before Jane, I uh, mistakenly used hotels.com and both my husband and I had a horrible experience. We had to cancel because of the COVID virus in New York City and lost $4,000 uh, with a vendor that wouldn't even respond, wouldn't change the dates, wouldn't, you know, after we even canceled within the contract time, still kept our money. And then I lost $800 in Paris when we couldn't go because of the COVID, as we call it, in 2020. And uh, this lady was very happy to keep my $800. And when I met you and told you that I had booked those places after rolling your eyes and saying, never use hotel2.com, um, you explained, and also never get something that's not cancelable, you know, that you cannot cancel. Uh, but I was a novice, especially internationally. And so, um, again, I think this array of services when someone is investing in a lifetime adventure is so worth it. I have a lot to say about this because I'm coming fresh out of uh, the complexities of travel during this last year. You're talking about uh, me as your travel advisor being your advocate. I was an advocate for my clients and thankfully for the, uh, I was able as a travel advisor, just this last week, I was able to get a client who I had booked a trip to Antarctica and she booked her own airfare. Betsy, she was in, she was in danger of losing $11,000. And she went, she said, I called the 800 number. I, I've tried the email. I've tried the forms that they have on their, on their website. I'm not getting anywhere. And since she didn't book the airfare with me, I didn't know if I was going to be able to help her, but through my host agency, which is um, my back office, basically, I was able to hook her up with a um, an agent with that airline, and begged and and pleaded, and I I was I was determined that she get that money back, and she did. Just this a few days ago, she told me I got it back. I got it back. Awesome. And one of our sisters, you know, I was able to get her money back. I said, I don't know if I can if I can pull this off because I, I am not the booking agent, but I was able to get hers back as well. And also I did have a group going to Mexico last June and I, I was getting frustrated because they only got half of their deposit. I mean, half of their investment back. And I kept fighting and fighting and finally got their full refund back. But I had to stay on top of it. It was an everyday thing for several months to make sure that they got their money back. So we play a huge, important role in being an advocate for a passenger, which online travel agencies that deal with large numbers, they do not do. Right. And that's why you need to travel with Jane. Not physically. She doesn't go on your trip with you. She probably could be hired to help lead a tour if you needed her. But she's not going to get in the middle of your business, but she's going to be sure that that trip has got every detail and advocate. Again, I cannot tell you how scary it was for all of us in 2020 that had a trip to Kenya and Uganda and a trip to Paris and London and Norway all booked and did not know Jane when we booked them. And Jane, again, a shout out to you for making that 
happen. So as we're looking into 21, 2021 and 2022, here as we sit here at first of the year, what do you see in your crystal ball are some of the trends that people are doing as, as the world is figuring out how we are living with the coronavirus and doing our best to mitigate that. The vaccines are coming on board. So many good things have happened, but what do you see in your travel crystal ball? Right. So my crystal, bra crystal ball is broken, but through my research every day, it's my job, I can tell you that 2021 is going to be another year of local interest. And let me tell you, there are, there's been surveys after surveys about people wanting to, they have got to travel, we've got to get out of here. And uh, everyone's feeling the same about that. So supply and demand are gonna really butt heads here very soon. But for 21, uh, local, like an excellent example of how a travel advisor can fit you to the right uh, destination and dream travel trip is uh, one of my suppliers. Now you would think Kentucky, Kentucky, you don't want to see anything there. All you know is there are horses. You love horses, but hey, did you know that if you go with this one supplier, that you could have breakfast with one of the jockeys at Churchill Downs and have a personal guided private tour of Churchill Downs if you were interested and have whiskey because bourbon is a huge thing in Kentucky. So there are trips just centered around those two things that you, you just would not find on your own. Or um, other, you know, so local, local for sure in 21, uh, you've got Civil War cruises. You've got Mark Twain cruises, if that's your thing. You've got Hurtengruten, who goes out on the West Coast or see fall color. But the thing is, supply and demand are short. And there are going to be people wanting to, to see the West Coast all the way to the East Coast. And in 22, again, supply and demand. So get those travel plans made because if for some reason you can't make those plans, you can roll it over into the next year, but at least you've got your foot in the door, you've got your space marked and no one can take it away. And another thing, a big, huge, um, important factor in planning travel in the future is the travel insurance and getting a package together. Our, a lot of our suppliers are contracted with air and if for some reason your trip doesn't make and it's canceled and you have a backup date, you can roll that over into a, a future date. And if the contract error is part of your package, it's seamless. You don't have to, you don't have to do like my one client did and um, have your air separate and wonder if you're going to get that money back. Well, see that all this stuff, everyone who's listening is like, that's why I need Jane. That's I need huge. a travel advocate and a partner. Hey, we end every podcast by doing a, a one of these cards for my card deck. So I'm going to miscellaneous pick one from you. Uh, podcasting in person has not been happening for a while. We have to do all this on Zoom. So you're going to see it before me. And it's what support do you need, Jane? So as people are <laughs> listening, tell them first how to get a hold of you, how to find okay. you. Awesome. And then- your question is, what support do you need to, to just help everybody in the world with their travel? Okay, so you can reach me at go travel with Jane 
And I had my name in my business uh, company name because my name is J-A-Y-N-E. So it's go travel with Jane, all words, all small caps, go travel with Jane.com or phone call. I do have a website. It's uh, www.gotravelwithjane.com. There you go. And then what support do you need from the world for you to just continue to serve and help people find their amazing travel adventures? Well, uh, the support that I could, that I need is people that I've worked with just giving me that referral that if they really enjoy the the job that I did for them, that they refer their family and friends to me to make their own travel plans. Great. And I would say, you know, also just people that really have a heart for a real partnership with travel that really want someone at Jane's level, at Jane's, you know, incredible attention to detail, at her heart for travel, at her experience to help you and your family. Go travelwithjane.com. That's J-A-Y-N-E. Thank you so much, Jane, for being on the show today to start January with style here in 2021. And thanks all of you for listening to Boost Power Podcast. Today is the first day of the rest of your life. So you want to learn about new things and new people and new resources that can help you live it with style, right? And create those travel memories with you, your family, or maybe yourself. Maybe you get yourself with Jane and get on a solo adventure, or I don't know, go with me, because I always want to go, and I always want to be Jane's assistant. Please share this podcast with others who can benefit from our uplifting energy and ideas. Please subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. Learn more at campexperience.com backslash boost power podcast. I'm your host, Betsy Weersma. Thank you for listening to Boost Power Podcast and plugging into stories from the journey of business and life. Our music today is by singer-songwriter Megan Burt. We are recorded at Cinder Sound Studios and we're part of the Global Sisterhood Podcast Network, women who amplify their voices and are committed to inspiring all people with podcasts on purpose. Learn more at globalsisterhoodpodcastnetwork.com.